Yeah, you're getting the little, you're getting the whirlwind here. How about we talk about insert credit? Oh, wait, what is this show called? The Insert Credit Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah who cares? Episode 103. Yeah. Yeah, 103 would be what we're going to call so it. So for those who we are, are on, on the audio version of the Insert Credit Show, uh, Joel just put up one finger when he said three. <laughs> it was like a correct. It was like, you know. Uh, one, I got oh. that one right this time. So we agree on that. One, two... One, two, three, like that, right? Yeah, sure. I'll Nobody use my thumb next time. Okay. So we are on episode 103 of the Insert Credit Show, and if you listen to the last one, you know what we're doing here, I guess. Mm. So let's uh, let's get started. First of all, how many times did each of you change your shirt before we started broadcasting this evening? Uh, I when, just when, did when once because time? of... Uh, after joining the feed, Hang uh, around six o'clock Pacific okay. time. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Tim. Please answer the question. I was just saying, I just changed it once. Yeah. I also just changed just, it once. Uh, yeah. Once for me yeah, as well. So, once for me. So no, no one wins. Brandon here. was we're, wearing we're all, a, okay. Yeah. Nobody Brandon wins. was wearing a goofy shirt, but, uh, yeah, Brandon was apparently wearing a shirt that was similar to the shirt Frank was wearing. So, upon hearing that, he thought, ooh, gross, and had to change his shirt. <laughs> yeah, it looked like Brandon and had then, borrowed your shirt from last week. Uh, and then, in order to, uh, I don't know, further the idea of wearing a similar shirt to someone, I picked a shirt I have that has some cartoonish characters on it. Yeah. To go along with the Sailor Moon. So, I'm I didn't realize. Sailor Moon shirt, yeah, people. I didn't realize there was a theme. So, I didn't either. Uh, when I went to the bathroom and came back, Brandon was like, oh, they thought you left to go change your shirt, too. And I was like, there's a church shirt changing thing? Uh, so I didn't realize there was a there's a thematic thing with cartoon characters. So I, I chose uh, poorly with my Grandpa Rocks t-shirt, as seen in one episode of uh, the HBO drama The Sopranos. You were in The Sopranos? Good show. Uh, no, my, my shirt was. Oh, well, it's too bad. Same as shirt. Not this exact shirt, I don't think, but... Um, actually, the only reason I'm wearing this shirt, it's not for uh, thematic reasons, but it's a Japanese size L size. Mm. So that means it's shaped like a square. Yeah. And so yeah. the fact that you can't see below my midriff is what makes this wearable. Right <laughs> yeah, well, uh, my Sailor Moon shirt is actually, I think, like for a fat nine-year-old. <laughs> uh, which like is the, o- the only reason it fits me. It's real big around the midsection, but it's got this extremely high collar that goes all, almost up to my Adam's apple. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a pretty classy shirt that, uh, I definitely will wear, uh, to a convention with children. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Nothing is safer than that, I would think. Yeah. So, we're gonna start off here, uh, with a question that, uh, came up, uh, after hours in the uh, lounging portion of uh, last week's show. 
Uh, why did uh, uh-huh. Satoru Iwata fake his own death? Oh yeah. Wow. What did he stand to gain from this? Man, that guy. So right, like we were. Well, we were... here's. The... Oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I mean, he joined Nintendo at what was uh, sort of a dark time, and he fought to bring Nintendo back. Uh, he he brought Nintendo the the DS, mm-hmm. the Wii. They were just making McDonald's hamburger money. They were making movie theater popcorn dollars. They were wealthy and healthy while he was there. And then this whole Wii U thing with this television screen and your game controller. Now they're talking about their next console is going to just be them playing ball, you know? Like they're just going to make a console that has the graphics and bank on their properties. Like, so basically what happened was Iwata introduced novel control concepts. Uh, well, okay. The N64 had a novel control concept with the analog stick, but he took it further. You know, a touch screen, a thing you whap around, uh, the screen inside your thing. Uh, so to think about it, like it was, I don't know. He, he brought them glory and then it just was all going to heck. Then he went off to Valhalla. Yeah. So now that he's in Valhalla, Satoru Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, man, that poor guy, man. So the reason he probably faked his own death is because uh, he and Gunpei Yokoi are going to start a new uh, game console and whole business that's going to save our our youths. Our childhoods are going to come back is what's going to happen. Or or, uh, he faked his own death uh, because he's... He, he he got to the point where he could no longer tell investors, no, we will not wa- make mobile games. Oh, uh, yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe his fake death was to, to sort of martyr himself so that uh, the investors would be like, well, it wasn't uh, Mr. Iwata's wish uh, before he passed. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, He was always trying to introduce new new stuff, and Nintendo's next console is by all uh, uh, speculation, just going to be a game console, you know? Yeah, well, you know, it's I mean, just going to be a PlayStation with Mario on it. I don't know if you uh, if you guys heard about this rumor, but I hear that if you if you turn on a Virtual Boy at uh, 1 a.m., a.k.a. 13 o'clock, um, on the fourth day of the fourth month. That would have been 1 p.m. Yeah, 1 p.m. is 13 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, that's 13. Sorry, 1 p.m. is what I meant. <laughs> it's it's a rumor, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> on the fourth yeah, day I, of the I keep fourth... my phone in a uh, in 24-hour oh, clock just so I can avoid yeah. things like this. Yeah, embarrassing. Boom. Anyway, four, fourth fourth <laughs> month, fourth day, with without a, uh, a cartridge in the machine, mm. then you can see his wandering soul. Even oh, though he wasn't, shit. he wasn't at Nintendo during that time. It has been, it has been captured. Well, in there, so. I mean, his programming was in basically everything, as far as I can tell. So yeah, it doesn't surprise yeah. me. Ghost in the machine, you know, that's what it is. You know, on the subject of rumors, I I don't hear enough uh, references to the. Uh, uh, help me out. What is? How do you pronounce the the the, uh, the notable business paper in Japan? Is it Nikkei? Nikkei, yeah. Nikkei. Nikkei. Oh, oh, Nikkei. Nikkei. Whoops, Nikkei. Shimbun. Yeah, uh, Nikkei. I, I haven't heard it referenced enough that, that Nikkei uh, said... It's Nikkei. Nikkei. 
yeah. <laughs> said said that that the the NX will be Android based, and uh, Nikkei has, as far as I can tell, never been wrong about their early Nintendo rumors. They know the stuff, yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah, cool. going to be a new year. That. You didn't hear about that, yeah? It's, it's weird. No, I like did, it, I did. Oh, you I did. did hear about that? Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like that's commonly uh, heard, you know. But at the same time, like I, I can't remember any of the specific Nintendo rumors, but they seem to have a, a 100% track record of of uh, being right when they publish something about Nintendo. Yeah. Well, be, because so we're Nintendo's trying to new handheld so... was going to have two screens. Yeah. Back in 2004. Because we're trying to read so deeply into this and create uh, drama where there is none, like, why not look at the fact that, you know, he was always introducing new stuff. Hmm. And if you look at this past E3 where he appeared in puppet form, which is clearly, I mean, a, a kind of a cloning process or something, but everything they did was old shit. Just shoved into Super a new Super old, game. yeah. I mean, is this indicative of, like, was he like, that's it, I'm out of here. Maybe maybe he was already gone, and that's why they had to use a puppet. Well, that's what some people no, have he was, uh, posited. Well, he was sick, right? He was on video as well. Yeah, he, oh, was. he was. He he made some video appearances. He was real skinny. He lost a whole bunch of weight. Yeah, man, uh, it's real sad about that guy. Yeah, yeah. guy straight up got owned. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here's what I was thinking, and this is really morbid. And this is the kind of commentary that you won't see on the blogs, kids. <laughs> uh, guys laying in prison, by which I mean the hospital. He's laying in prison in a bed on his deathbed. And uh, he's just thinking, man, my company is not looking real good. I joined this company. I saved them. I brought them billions of dollars. I made them McDonald's hamburger dollars, and now I'm uh, I'm gonna die while they're just their future is completely uncertain. It's how morbid is that, you know? Yeah, quite how a bit. How dark and gross is that? But maybe he how wasn't thinking about Nintendo at all. He was probably thinking about man, I'm never gonna see my grandkids smile again or something like that. That's probably more what he was thinking. No, nah, he's probably thinking about video nah, he, games. He he probably God, had a so. couple of thoughts about Nintendo on his deathbed. You can't be that successful as a person who heads a company. This guy was a programmer nah, it's true. who became a CEO. Like he had to really, really, really like his company. Like well, you know what? Kinda, now yeah. he's a now now he's pressing that big plasty switch in the sky. Oh, the old plasty switch. Yeah. That guy. I don't know. If my company love that plasty switch. <laughs> If my company's answer to a new game was we're going to make Mario and Paper Mario and Pixel Mario and we're going to put them in one Mario game and then we're going to make another Mario game out of pieces of old Mario games, I'd be uh, I'd be looking to uh, fake my way into check the Bahamas. Out of the old, yeah. Check yeah, out oh, of the old on. Hotel like, Earth. Like, they're making a weird eSport with the Metroid you know, thing. They have a board game with Animal Crossing. Like, like I don't understand. Okay, that that eSport Metroid game is like 12 FPS, uh, and it's ugly and it blows. Okay, but, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, Tim, were you disappointed that they didn't rip off uh, Video Ball and put Samus in there in ball form and try and market that? Yeah, I think that would have been the best. Nintendo had a chance to get Video Ball. I talked to Did them they like really? four times. Yeah, they. 
they were like, we love video ball. We love it. We love it. Can we have it? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, we love it. Can we have it? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, we love it so much. Can we have it? I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, we love it. And I'm like, okay. And then it's just, I don't know what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to like send them a, a f- photocopy of my balls and like, like write, I love Nintendo on my balls. And then sit on a Xerox machine and uh, send it to him. I, mean, I don't know if, what I'm supposed to do. If you if you could actually make the uh, the like if you could actually go through their all their terms and what's it's and things and spend the three or four months it takes to put it on the Wii U, then you could totally just do it. I mean, it's it's with yeah. It's well, with, that was with the Unity at all. I mean, they've 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 uh, they've said that to me as well, and it's like, yeah, I mean, but I don't know if I want to spend four months doing that. And they're like, we understand. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically what what Brandon just said is uh, my story in non allegorical form. <laughs> so, so that's the uh, that's that's the English translation of, uh, yeah. of my idiot story. So, so yeah, it's like, and you know, you fill this stuff out and you talk to them and you send stuff back and forth, and they're just like, "Well, how about this now?" And it's like, "Oh, okay." Like, well, how about this? It's like Satoru Iwata's life. Like video ball would have saved his life. That's a joke. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't have saved his life. It would not have saved his life. Man, that sucks. Bile, yeah. So the bile duct, for those who don't know, uh, it's like it's sort of like the pancreas because uh, you kind of don't get too much of a of a good time from problems with that. No, with the cancer, it's kind of not. There's like a twelve percent survival rate of that particular type of thing. That he had, it's like, yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Um, okay, in, like e- in equally grim scenarios here, uh, moving on, you own a game company, if we can just imagine this. Okay. And you find out that you have just paid millions of dollars to acquire the license to Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense, the motion picture soundtrack, the video game. Uh-huh. Now I'm assuming this is just we can move on to other uh, other potential licenses if this is not something no, with we can a lot start of familiarity. There. I mean, I'm, I'm, How do you I, make this game? So uh, first, I want to point out that this is the opposite of everything that Frank likes. Frank, I don't know if you're <laughs> familiar with this Stop Making Sense movie. Uh, have you uh, Have you seen what, it? What's the name of the movie? Uh, it, so it's so the Talking Heads. You know, they were they were I know a band, the Talking Heads. Yeah, and they had a they had a concert movie called Stop Making Sense. In, okay, and one of the big features of this is that um david byrne right yeah um is yeah for for part of it he's in this gigantic suit that makes his head look incredibly tiny and his body is huge so like you know that's good we're we're good yeah go on no but usually you like big head tiny body well yeah yeah usually yeah when we're doing a licensed game i'd like to start with uh giant head uh, small yeah. body turbo so graphics is, 16 graphics yes so this is what i'm saying this there, yeah. there's a part of this 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 license that is diametrically opposed to your to your ideals well now there's well, nothing to think about this though yeah Go, well okay it's like a ride armor okay this is like karibo's mm. shoe or you know there's a lot of ways you can implement this you obviously you kill someone in the big suit or you eat a mushroom and you gain the big suit like the giant mario in uh yeah Super or like mario brothers or like no, 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 man no like Loke that man. Giant mario. It's, man it's it's like oh, bionic uh, not bionic commander blaster master it's like blaster master so you have a tiny head in a big body and you're running around but if you press select uh the little guy jumps out and it turns out that he's got a huge head. You just couldn't see his tiny body in the suit. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. So, so but here, here's a question. Um, how do you, like, what, are, what is the loss condition? Is the loss condition if you start making sense? Mm. That's po- well, that is a possibility. Well, no, th- at the, at the beginning of the game, you're making sense. Oh, yeah. End, right. The final boss is making sense. Yeah. So it, you have to, you have to stop that. You have to kill, you have to stop. I see. Yeah. That makes but, sense. but now what kind of gameplay, uh, formula are we looking at here? Cause there's an obvious choice if you're smart enough to know it. Okay. Here's, here's what I think. And it's not the obvious choice because I'm not smart enough to know it. Okay. Um, but it's, it's basically you, uh, you have to, uh, sing slash speak the way David Byrne does direction, uh, directions to your, your little platforming avatars. So you're like, jump left. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's 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 how you control the game with with like a like yeah 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 that's how that's when you say how far he's gonna jump the more fas you do the further he jumps um and so with one of those cool mics I don't know like the 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 mic Dreamcast had a mic right yeah the Dreamcast oh yeah the purple one I mean um orange wow my brain green green was it green oh the Seaman mic yeah the Seaman mic had had a green bit. Was there a different mic? There may have been. I don't know. Nintendo 64 had a microphone even for uh, Densha to go. We could uh, do this uh, 64-bit style with really blurry textures. Nintendo uh, 64 microphone. Big question is, are the talking heads our friends or enemies? Well, see, this is. I was thinking actually, this could be like a Mr. Bones style of variety platformer, Mm -hmm. and so you play as David Byrne, and you want to make. (laughs) like avant-garde world music that everyone hates. Yeah. And the talking heads and all the fans and the record companies are trying to get you to reunite and they're trying to make you uh submiss to their uh their plan there. Okay, so I'll 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 concede that he what he wants to do is is like make weird world music that no one likes, but his only power is fire because his name is David Byrne. So mm. he has to uh, he has to create this music by setting setting Different members of the Talking Heads on fire, uh, or or just Talking Heads in general. I mean, well, yeah, I don't, what, I don't think it's the Talking Heads. I think no, it's no. heads it's, that are it, talking. Well, it, in fact, yeah. the name of the band is Talking Heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it'll just be various heads various heads that are talking, like uh, like the the thing that you throw eggs into in Super Mario Two or uh, or Seaman. He's basically a Talking Head. Those kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. You mean the bird head that you walk into? Yeah, but. Oh yeah, you don't throw things in there. You throw things at Birdo, but sometimes I, I'm always carrying one of those when I jump in there, so I feel like I throw things in there. Oh right, okay. So um, is this could also this also be like a Kid Chameleon uh, kind of thing, except good maybe? <laughs> yeah, well, I think Kid Chameleon, you would have like a um, <clears throat> you would that would be more if you had a a, a, a culture club cover band uh, not cover band cover co- uh culture club license and so right. it's a uh, like karma chameleon so karma kid chameleon is what would, what it would be nice okay yeah. well it took me a long time to that, get to that joke <laughs> yeah let, let's do some name association with various bands and potential game formulas so i mean you can feel free to just jump in here but like for example iron maiden would obviously be like uh dynasty warriors yeah oh i was thinking uh, uh iron man in a dress Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Uh, Boom. How about? All right, I'll I'll come up with the band real quick. Uh, new edition. It would be um, maybe you got 
Uh, Magazine simulator? Yeah, it's Paperboy, Newspaper. I'm thinking, except um, you, uh, you, no, or like a news, news, like a, what do they call those newsies that were on the corners? They just call them I feel like you're working towards boys. Paperboys to Men. Yeah, Paperboys to Men, yeah, that's the nice. sequel. <laughs> nice. Uh, Soundgarden uh, would be some experimental, like, that game company kind of game. Res. Yeah. It would just be sure, Res. Sure, Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say most bands. Yeah. Most bands that have names that any of you guys have heard of. That's a joke. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, most of those bands, it'd just be Res. You know, just put some of their songs into Res. <laughs> That's me burning uh, music. Boom. Deal with it. Oh. Oh. Owned. Ouch. Well, most, by you guys, I'm talking about the viewers, the, the listeners. Right, of course. Like, most of oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course our listeners don't know what cool stuff is. That's why they're listening to us. So, oh, no. Uh, don't tell them the boom, secret. deal with it. Well, personally, <laughs> for the Talking Heads game, I would really just like to like license or take out of uh, lapsed copyright the uh, entire gameplay mechanism from um, Deadly Premonition. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, just think about it. It's like you're letting the days go by. Yeah. You may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. Yeah, mm. water flowing yes. underground. Wait. Right, exactly. Yeah. You may yeah. find yourself living in a shotgun shack. Yeah, you might. Yeah. And then the DLC is the the DLC my God, is my what God, have, what I have I done? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Are you Excellent. ever gonna, are, are you going to burn down a house at any point in that game? Is it going to be David burning down the house? Yeah. Is that a level? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. And then, uh, you know, to get the tech oh, yeah. bro crowd, we can have uh, him go to David Burning Man. Ooh. Oh, oh no. wow. Don't do yeah. that. That's going to be the worst the worst sequence that, that nobody wants, but uh, it's in there anyway. It's like the ice level of I'll this go game. To, I will go to GameStop. I will use my scratch-off lottery winnings to buy every copy of this game, and then I will... I will put them through a muffin monster. And if you don't know what a muffin monster is, look it up on the internet. It's terrifying. Fant- fantastic theme just, music that goes just along go with that thing. The yeah. muffin monster? Yeah. This, yeah. this machine. If you don't know what a muffin monster is, go to YouTube and search for This Machine Destroys Everything. You'll have a good time. And get ready for the best. I sent an email to JWE Environmental, JWC Environmental. I sent an email to PR at JWCEnvironmental.com saying, uh, can I please, can you just send me that song? Do you have that song somewhere? Can you just tell me what that song is? Uh, I just, I need it, like, uh, I need it for something. Uh, just like that, for my story. So I and, and they didn't. didn't. There was no. There was no reply. Oh fuck! So they never sent it. So it uh, before we that go sucks. on to the next topic, I think it's important to point out the uh, the uh, drinking instruments that that uh, the the three panelists here on the Instant Credit Show have today. So Tim, I noticed, has a uh, yellow Nalgene bottle. The uh, the the uh, slim uh, mouth. I have a blue Nalgene yes. bottle with a wide mouth. D- these are all these are all BPA free, I'm sure, right? Uh, probably. Yeah, B- yeah. I don't pay for BPAs. No, okay? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pay the, the the update for that, the upgrade for that. And then Brandon here, Brandon, what do you have there? I've got a uh, a vintage McDonald's Camp Snoopy collection mug, which uh, in which Linus says the struggle for security is no picnic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, my, uh, vote for your favorite drinking apparatus on the <laughs> Insert Credit Facebook. 
<laughs> my my uh, kombucha also has a quotation on it. It says, "Live each day freely and lightly, as our souls are meant to." And huh. this was provided by Molly Tucker, future astrologist, upstate New York. Dang, That's basically, hippies. what you want to know something? Is, I yeah, I went to about five. I went to literally exactly five different yoga classes in uh, Berkeley and Oakland, like just based on Yelp reviews. And I could not find one that was just about working out. They were all at the end. You're like, all right, now let's just sit here for a minute. Now let me tell you, you can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> the world is – I'm just like, man, I, I came here because I, I want to do some stretching and I want to see the effective ways to do it. And I want to do it in a room that's real hot. Uh, and my room doesn't get as hot as, as this room does, no matter what I do, if I leave the oven open or whatever. So it's like, yeah, that's why I drink out of this and not your stupid kombucha bottle, <laughs> which probably has kombucha in it, not water. So mm -hmm. there you go. Deal with it. I'll, I'll be refilling uh, it. Just, These are too expensive to just have one go because I mean you have to be seen drinking it. So if it's like two ninety nine a pop for these, you got to get a couple uses out of it. That's true. Can you imagine someone makes a bottle like a Nalgene bottle that uh has a uh, kombucha like, thingy on it? Like like when you pour water into it, it like connects to the internet and puts like oh. an inspirational quote on there. Somebody's gonna make that. There's a cup. Did you know about this? There is a cup that. You can pour food or a drink into, and it tells you via Bluetooth on your computer on an app the calorie content of whatever's in the glass. Did you oh, know that? Geez. Holy That's horrifying. Shit. I hate it. It's it's well, it's a little scary. I, mean, That's I, all I don't is. know. I don't know about hating it, but it it weirds me out uh, that we can do that sort of thing. Well, you now. have to tell but, it uh, what the drink is, right? I was gonna say, does it determine what? Like, could you put other fluids in there? Oh, it just it knows what's in there. That's impossible. It knows what's in there. So if you pee in it that cup, in it'll tell you how many calories you got in your pee. There's actually urine, not any does calories have cal in pee. I was going to say, you have to use a semen or something for that. Unless oh, you're my. diabetic. And there is an that article on calories. Jezebel that tells you how much calories are in semen. I, I read it. It's not very many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not that much protein. The, the people make jokes about that. Yeah, it's really it's not like that, that much, yeah. Uh, you mean, you mean, is this why I'm losing muscle mass? Shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, yeah. Brandon, so what did you, speaking of thing, which, Brandon, uh, you wanted you... to talk about firefighters. Okay, oh, yeah, ahead. I did. Oh. I did want to talk can about I, Can I make one final word please, about please. calorie content oh, and urine? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just going to tell you I have had to Google. Uh, the reason I know there's calories in diabetic urine is because I have Googled mold in toilet diabetes. <laughs> and it actually gets a lot of hits. Yeah. Because that's actually a thing. You're, wait, are you so, talking in about other words, it means mold? your urine, it means your urine has sugar in it. Uh, varying colors. Okay. The, that's all there is to it. Everybody, go on and look that up if you feel well, like I actually more. did, because when I moved out of California, I discovered there's like no of these mold particles in the air. And so I start pissing in another state and I start seeing all this pink stuff. Mm. And I assume forming in the toilet. Yeah. Sunny D. Ah, uh, yes, stuff. yes. Sorry. The pink stuff. The sunny pink D. Stuff. Pink stuff. Pink. You mean the purple stuff? Purple. I did. Well, of course, purple I meant purple stuff. stuff. I was just wanted to talk about Sunny D. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. I hope yeah, the next topic to... is about Sunny D. 
I wanted to talk I was about, about, about firefighters. Sunny D now. Did anyone actually drink Sunny D ever in their entire life? Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. But um, yeah, firefighters. Was I it at my your mom house or a friend's house? God darn it, friend's house. See, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my mom's not gonna have no Sunny D. I was born in Berkeley, no. California. Exactly, we're all from California. I, I ate. A- my family's a bunch of idiots. They drink Sunny D like it's Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> So there's that. Sunny Coca-Cola. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about firefighters specifically because um, regarding our our last uh, – well, one of the things we talked about last time was raw danger. And then, as you may have seen, um, Granzilla has gotten the rights back to that series. Granzilla. Granzilla. Oh, yeah. from, uh, from IREM, and they're going to make Zetai Zetsume Toshi 4 – and it actually looks like they're reusing the assets from the original. I don't think it'll be the original game, but they're remaking it. But anyway, my question is, related to this, what are your favorite um, kind of uh, concept video games? Because, you know, it's a disaster game that is very much a concept that they put all the way through. And then that, you know, Burning Rangers is a sci-fi thing but but konami made that sci firefighters yes yeah, sci firefighters but konami made that fire like fd18 fd18 yeah and uh so i was thinking about these kinds of and, games uh, also the makers of uh disaster report made sakurazaka shobotai which is about firefighters and it's disaster report but you're a firefighter hmm. oh, nice do you uh, think we I'm could just, name between all of us just every really, every firefighting really game cool. ever published every fighting mm, fire- uh, ignition factor the firefighters. Right. That's the only one I got. The firefighters. Um. Uh. Man, I know there was a, there's one in the 16-bit era, but I don't remember what it was called. I okay, know there what? is. Okay, what? That was the ignition factor. Oh, there's a, ignition there's factor. A, uh, Frank, fire truck. Famicom game. Oh yeah, there's fire truck. Uh, there's fire a truck. Famicom game that it might have been called. No, I, I can only remember the name of the the American version that didn't come out, which is Blaze Blast, Blaze Busters. But there's a Famicom game where you play as the two guys holding the uh, whatever like the cloth thing is that people drop onto. Oh yeah, yeah. Tarpaulin. Yeah. But, but if you're not fighting fire, does that count? I think so. You're, they are they are firefighters. They are employed yeah. as firefighters. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You're part so of whatever the that. They could be volunteers, but in any case, sure. Uh, what there was a Wii game, right? I feel like there was. There definitely was. I yeah, it was called Firefighter Idiots with Dumb Controllers. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. What it yeah, yeah, yeah. Firefighter Idiots with Flap the Controller Moron. That's what it was called. Exactly. No, I remember that game. Yeah. Oh, here's a uh, here's the cool box art of Sakurazaka Shobotai. Pretty cool, huh? I don't know. We're all clicking oh, at it. You guys even know this game existed? That. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Y'all yeah. probably didn't even know this existed. Oh, That's yeah. how cool I am. Yeah, I saw yeah, this Yeah, get owned, everybody. It's a pretty cool one. Oh, wait, what's... Yeah, um, I have this game at my house. Cool, that's where you yeah. live. Um, Could you pronounce that again of... for me? Sakurazaka Shobotai. You know, I was thinking for video ball, what Sakurazaka you need... Sakurazaka Yeah, Well, exactly. Yeah. You need, well, you need to do the voiceover for it, but you need, like, a preceding title, like... You know, I'm thinking of like fighting ball sport Vanborg. Is that uh, that's got to be a real game for fighting ball sport? Yeah. Yeah. So what you need is like fighting, fighting ball was actually Kosoku ball sport video board. You know, something like that. Cho Kosoku fighting Gaboru sports. 
How about that? Guys, I have I have a good one. Joe Kosoku. What, what do you got, Frank? Cocteau. The Ren and Stimpy Boulder show, Sports Fire Dogs. Oh, right. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. Uh, I cheated. There, wow. is a, they, there is a Moby Games category for uh, the fire, <laughs> firefighting theme. Don't cheat. I had to. Okay, cheat all you want. It's actually it's good for you. Thanks. Um, uh, any other themes we like, can think of? I actually, well, I know there, another firefighting game that I like a lot yeah. was uh, for NES, well, for Famicom in Japan, and like so, firefighting. You think firefighting, you think hose, right? Yeah. So Sakura's like a show bow tie is weird because your hose it like goes transparent, like behind, like it flops onto the ground, and then you like see it disappear inside the camera, and you can just snake it infinitely around the room, which is like really funny. So I always wanted a firefighting game where you the 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 hose can get stuck. I thought that would be cool, but uh, <laughs> there was one. But and also where the the spurt is really strong, and that's because of this Famicom game Spurt and Burton. That was uh, oh, that's a joke. It's not a real game. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll finish anyway. I just okay, I, go for I, it. I cracked. I cracked out of turn uh, to quote the film House of Games. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Spurt and Burton, where whenever you fire your fire hose, your guy kind of just jolts back really far and you hold the button and you let go for like big spurts spurt and burton check it out well you know if not to take anything Japan. away from that one but it is kind of a uh an easy pastime to come up with fake famicom and nintendo games and you don't you don't necessarily know if they're legit or not you could fool people pretty easily oh yeah not that many so, people so are familiar with the thousand plus games on the famicom yeah i think you could well, also you just take like you st- take a name like rad pod yeah Rad is that is that a real name or did I just make that up? So actually, Spartan Burton it is an interesting game for the Famicom because it can also be read Spartan Barton. Oh yeah, and the main bad guy's name is Spartan Barton, and he's a Spartan warrior. <laughs> I gotta say that Spartan, uh, who looks like Spartan Burton sounds more like a ZX Spectrum look, game to me. Yeah, it's got that. Oh God, yeah, it's oh it certainly it's does. It's got that yeah. Euro Euro well, game. Was, yeah, it was actually made in uh, England. Oh, and, uh, it's, it's just one of those weird released. things where like Irem licensed like big uh, European games, but then changed them completely on the Famicom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it like didn't get released. It ultimately didn't get released in England because yeah. the publisher folded. Right. Uh, That's sad. Uh, Brand- yeah. Brandon, does uh, does being a ninja count as a profession? Like, how do you de- define this? Um. W- well, concept games, I guess, are like. Um, you you delve really deep into one specific con- concept and uh man it's hard to define but like zeta zetsumetoshi is really like a survival game in the way that most other games are not and firefighter games sometimes are really firefightery but like there there are taxi games where uh i mean crazy taxi is not one but um if london cab had been made well maybe it would have been one uh so but maybe this is too specific well like euro trucker though all those games would fit that category right yeah oh it's true like those those things farm simulator all of those kinds definitely. i feel like that's almost cheating they've taken it too far and now it's like well you know yeah. you can't even pass this off as a game it's, you know but people love that stuff so they love the I, heck out of it. I kind of want to like mm. marathon all these firefighting games now. Yeah, it's a good idea. There's a, I, I just sent I everybody play in chat Ignition the, Factor uh, again. Yeah, Ignition Factor would be cool. I just sent everybody a, uh, a a link to the the cover art for an MSX game called Fire Rescue, and I don't know what's going on in this cover. It looks to me like a firefighter 
<laughs> is running away from an explosion while holding a screaming gigantic rat. I mean, and I think a that's Hudson what's going on. on the corner. I think wow, it's Hudson. It's from Hudson. Yeah. Nice. That's a, developed Kuma. by Hubs, uh, developed by Hudson, published by Kuma Corp Computers. This may have been uh, an early Iwata game. There's Europe a, is weird. There's an artist's signature down there. Can we read that artist's signature? Can anyone make out oh, what that God. says? It looked like Dalton or Satan. I'm not sure which of those two it is. Darren Dalton Dave? Dazen? Dalton Dave. Da- da- He's related to uh, Spurton Burton. Do we still do we do I really episode, want to make Spurton Burton? Do we do episode art? Because we should use this as the Oh yeah, oh, I think yeah, yeah. I think we do sometimes. Alright, alright. Anyway. Um I, I was actually going to ask, uh, but this is a useless topic, of course, like most of them. Uh, what uh, games have you purchased solely based on the box art, and how bad did that turn out for you? Oh. Hmm. Uh, I have kind of an abstract, I have like an abstract answer to this, uh, which is I had a pretty nice collection of video games. I lost them all and uh, because of uh, things. And then when I went to Japan in 2013, I just bought a bunch of games with no intention of playing them just because I loved their box art and I liked the games. So I have a bunch of games on my shelf here that have box art I love, but I'm never going to play those physical copies of those games. They're just going to sit there. Awesome. And so that includes Dragon Quest V, uh, Papa LaCroix Monogatari, uh, uh, Fantasy Star 2 for Mega Drive, mm. Shining Force, Shining Force 2, Shining in the Darkness, Seiken Densetsu 4, Dragon Quest 8. Just games that have really fantastic box art. It's a, uh, it's hard so. for me to think of any that I bought just for the cover. I did buy some Saturn games just for their cases recently, but that's a different and much more deep compulsion. Um, you, but, you bought them because they had pictures of unreleased games, right? <laughs> Actually, there was one that I wanted. I didn't actually get, but I want to get for cheap at some point because it has a picture of an unreleased game. But no, I bought them because they had uh, pristine plastic cases that I could replace uh, some of oh, my man. for some of my better games that are that are broken. But I've definitely bought a lot of. This isn't exactly the right thing, but any game that has uh, Nihon Telnet on the cover, I buy that. Um, Love those guys. And a lot of their games are pretty bad, but this, this one I, this one Legion I bought because it said that and also, uh, had a really nice ship on it. Um, I like that quite a bit. I don't Legion. know if that counts because you, you buy, you buy any PC Engine game you don't already have. Yeah, it, well, unless it is, uh, like an adventure game only, then I sure. probably don't buy it, but it's, it's true. Well, I, I did buy, um, for the for the Genesis, I bought Mazin Saga or Mazin Saga, Majin Saga. Majin Saga, yeah. But but it's it's written yeah, it's as Mazin over here, and yeah. uh, it's got I don't. That's amazing. I don't have the the box with me, but the the cover art has this cool, cool Giver style Robo on the front of it, and uh, I bought that one definitely just for the cover, and the game's fine. It's not great. Um, oh, actually, there are a lot of pirate games that i have bought for the cover art only uh just you know like someone's someone like a 12 year old's drawing of goku next to sonic like shaking hands or something uh terrifying 911 for example yes yeah i don't own that but that's a that's a good one 
Um, but yeah, I've definitely done that. Uh, I guess this one counts, but nice. uh, uh, because of the project I'm working on, um, there's a... Uh, you may or may not know that Mega Man 6 was published in the United States by Nintendo, not by Capcom. Um, yeah, so this is in 1994, like early 94 was the, the Nintendo version came out. Like the, the Nintendo's dead by this point. Uh, it turns out... In dead, no. In dead, no. Um, turns out that Capcom appears to have at least planned to, uh, bring out Mega Man 6 here, because, uh, in Brazil, you can find Capcom USA labels on, on some, uh, Mega Man 6 cartridges for some reason. So, I don't know Boom. if they just kind of, you know, when, when the Brazilian publisher, you know, was about, was getting ready, if they just used on unused labels or something but uh i did have a proxy buyer in brazil uh buy and send me a, a copy of of capcom usa Mega Man 6 uh which i purchased solely for its art that's pretty cool i just want to point out that that is that is among the most boring things you can you can uh end a sentence i did have a proxy buyer in brazil buy yeah uh, <laughs> Usually it would be like, I did have a proxy buyer in Brazil buy me some rare rainforest animals. Sure. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. there's like, yeah. there's like millions of really great ways to end that sentence. Yeah. Mega Man, it's like, that's cool. <laughs> but I, I mean, but not... I did have a proxy buyer in Brazil secure me a rare rainforest snake, uh, that I used to murder a politician or whatever. It's like, there you go. That's, that's exciting. His um, only weakness a... was against this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because the venom is untraceable. That's why you would ah, want the rare rainforest snake. No, I'll, he's a, he's a final boss <laughs> and it's his only weak point. Um, mm. I bought, I bought this game that you, uh, listening cannot see, oh, yeah. but it is a, uh, fam- is that Uncle Fester? It's a Famicom game. Uh, pirate Metal clone Fester. thing with uh, Nosferatu. Actually, well, isn't that, is that it's either Batman or Castlevania? Usually, it's ca- it's Castlevania. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's got it's got like illustrated scenes from Nosferatu on it. Is oh, what wow, it has. That's sick. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I definitely bought that just for the cover, and I was like, I don't, I do not care what is inside of this, <laughs> and uh, and it doesn't work. So. All right. But well, I've been I, I told that's to the case. Uh, at uh, by the way, head down to uh, Streetlight Records in San Jose if you want a bunch of cases with no games in them because they like to sell them that way. Oh, nice. But uh, yeah, I didn't even complain because I bought like a copy of uh, Double Dragon Three for Genesis. Mm-hmm. Horrible game. Mm-hmm. Amazing box art. Yeah. Didn't even complain. The Sacred Stones. The Sacred Stone. Yes. Um, that game is actually so bad that it's almost incredible. It's It's got just such a uh, trippy, floaty feel to it that it's like playing the LSD uh, Dream Simulator on uh, Th- which this, game? This is a uh, controversial opinion outside of this show, but uh, I really do not think Technos Japan had a whole lot going on nope. at any time. I really like, <laughs> like the ever? Kunio games despite them being bad. Uh, but you know they're like the Kunio, 50, Okay, They're what? You ready for this? Yeah. There are like 50 of them. There, there are like, like 60, yeah, Kunio, sure. 50 yeah. Kunio-kun games. I think, yeah, yeah, uh, like Super Dodgeball, uh, Kunio-kun I like, Baseball. I like Kunio the hockey, hockey one just, a lot. There's like, yeah. All right. The hockey one is really neat. It's very expressive characters. So I'm going to express a opinion that uh, 
someone like if you looked at me on the street, like just walked past me, you know, and you're like a cool dude or whatever, you might stop and ask me, uh, you know, a rhetorical question such as River City Ransom rules, right? You know, <laughs> like that's like the kind of rhetorical question I get on the street all the time. Just okay. putting that out there. Uh-huh. Uh, River City Ransom blows. And that's just straight suck. dope. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. I'm allowed. I'm allowed one. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about it per insert credit episode. So there it is. Yeah, right. I agree. Not even going to talk about it. You, you out there listening? Let's not even talk about it. Maybe Frank likes it. Do you like it, Frank? Um, I, it's a bad game that I like. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a good yeah, game okay. in any way. At least you acknowledge it's a bad Absolutely. game. That's good. The game blows. Yeah. Uh, like almost everything all about of, it blows. All I'm not the Cunio games are, are are unbalanced and strange and 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 don't feel good. Uh. But mm-hmm. they, they, they are so different from anything else that that I can't help but appreciate them. Yeah, they no. got a bunch of ideas. Yeah. I like the ideas. They do. We can uh, at least agree that all. the Nest Double Dragon Two is like a masterpiece, right? Yeah, I played it a bunch. Uh, it's of times. technically interesting. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's one of those one of those almost games. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's as good as they could do. Is almost like I think Super Double Dragon, Double Dragon Four is uh, their best game, hands down. Double Dragon 4 for the Super Nintendo. Oh my god, that game that is one, so Brandon? unfinished. Yeah, Wait, super, yeah, but right, it's Super like, Double Dragon or Double Dragon 4? I think uh, they're the, the same, same thing. Well, there's Double, Double Dragon, Dragon 5. Double Dragon 5 fighting game. is the one-on-one yeah. fighter. Oh, okay. Yeah, for yeah, Jaguar. That's the fighting game. So Double Dragon 4 is the... It's just Double Dragon with really nice graphics and cool settings. It has an airport level, which I like. I like when there's an airport in a video game. Cause there's I'm one in App Fox, isn't, like... isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, uh, Elevator Action Returns. Yeah. I was just going to mention another that game one. with an airport level. Great airport uh, level. Bullet Witch yeah. has an airport level. Oh, yeah, BW. God, what else is there? BW's uh, Call got of a Duty, Call of Modern Duty. Warfare 2. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, Modern Warfare 2's airport level, despite being the controversial level, and despite being put in a stupid place in the game, uh, like it's like so early when you have no emotional investment in anything, and you might just be sitting down to play your first video game in a couple months or whatever, uh, that actually ends up being a pretty good level. They put that it in game the prime in general sociopath. is real good. Prime sociopath position. Yeah, they put it the PSP. Yep. <laughs> they put it uh they put it right as the second thing you do in the game and it's like, man, let me I don't know, give learn me a who second. some of the characters are first. <laughs> yeah, give me give me a second before you give me the level I'm supposed to talk to my friends about, you yeah. know? Yeah. The end. I love airport levels. Where else is there a good airport? There's a bad Anybody airport know? in a game called Spiritual Warfare, which is Wisdom Tree's uh, Christian-themed Zelda clone. There's a nice whole Ze- uh, in an airport. airport? Yeah, and there's it's weird. There's like weird details in that game, like like a working luggage return that has no function other than you watch luggage go around. That's while, fun. While you go to the next screen and like throw an apple at a pirate to make him convert to Christianity. Um, there's oh, that, that a, makes kill, me think yeah. of Tony Hawk 3 there, the, the baggage claim, that is. I don't think this really counts, but there are a heck bunch of sky ports in all the Japanese RPGs, like uh, like mm. skyship ports, but um, it's probably not even worth mentioning them because there are so many. Does Aerobiz supersonic count? Is it an environment if you can't walk around it? 
You got to be able to walk around it. Okay. Maybe that's all. That's of all them. the airports I can think yeah, of. I think that's all of yeah. them. Yeah, probably more. No. Is this? Is it, are you saying this topic is done? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Move on. Yeah. Okay, so we're. I think we're running out of time here, so we're gonna end. We're gonna backtrack and end on an anticlimactic note. Nice. All right. To yeah. go back to film licenses, actually, that you have paid now tons and tons of money to mm. purchase mm-hmm. the rights to. But somebody else also has the license in some weird occurrence, and so you've got Mad Max, but okay. somebody else is already nice. making an open-world driving game out of Mad Max, and you can't do that. Oh, right. Okay, so we're, we have what, Mad Max right now. What Mad right Max now. game do you make? We have Mad Max right now, while someone else is also making Mad Max. You know, this this is actually a thing that uh, <clears throat> that almost happened to me when I was trying to make a Bad Dudes game. And, oh, yeah. uh, and, bad dudes. And so we were talking. You weren't a bad enough dude? We were talking with the, the rights holder. Blasted. Cause I really just wanted to make a beat em up, but I thought that bad dudes would, would push it over the top. Um, cause it doesn't really matter who those dudes are as long as they're bad. Right. Um, and they have to rescue and, the president. That's the only other. <clears throat> yeah, and rescue the president, whatnot. And maybe you play the as president the president sucks. like he does. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, we were, we were trying to do this and then, it has to be Ronald Reagan that they rescued. And then the, the, the Kickstarter for Bad Dudes came up, and and it looked awful, and it was awful, and it was made clearly by some people who had never made video games before. And they were like, yeah, and we got the the official license. And so I talked to wh- whoever, whether it was G-Mode or Pound or whichever company had, had eviscerated uh, the corpse of Data East for this particular license, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we gave it to them too. And it's like, wait, you guys don't care at all. That's not, that's not how this is supposed to work. Um, they're like, oh, you're they're just shop. They're selling them, selling them like cheeseburgers. Yeah, that's what they were it's doing. Kind of whoever whoever's hungry. Yep. they're serving it up. That's what it was. So anyway, I don't Ma- see a problem. Mad Max. Um, well, so, so we're probably low on money if we paid all that money for the license at this point. We are. So it's probably... And you still haven't made up your loss on the Talking Heads game. So. No, oh, that's right. So we have to go cheap and extremely profitable. Mm-hmm. So we got to do uh, some kind of management game on mobile, I guess. That's exactly what I was thinking, resource management. Yeah. So wait, it's there's this it's like your boss. Your boss is named Max and he's always really angry. Yeah. And you have to you have to do things to make sure that he doesn't get uh doesn't become mad. So you, uh, it's basically you're assembling hamburgers by sliding the pieces on top of each other with your fingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get this done in about a month. We'll farm yeah. most of it out and then go out of business. I think we're good. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> Ladies and okay, gentlemen, good night, everybody. we video gamed. Every time you assemble a burger, there's a cutscene where he gives it to to his boss, and 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 his boss looks at it, and it takes about thirty seconds because we didn't optimize the code, we didn't have time, so it takes about thirty seconds for him to to actually like make his judgment as to whether he's mad. So so you just look at this like really large guy in like a pinstripe suit with with a cigar in his mouth, staring at a hamburger for about thirty seconds, and then he'll either like. There's there's just one frame of him smiling or being really mad, and then that's that's the whole game. I was thinking kind of like the guy in Pilot Wings. Yeah, I was thinking it'd, it'd just be like a, a screen with him, uh, like with a thumbs up, and it and it's like <clears throat> Max is happy or Max is mad, but it's just the same 
the same image, <laughs> and we just changed That's the, probably the one cheaper. word. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's cheaper. Well, yeah. we we got a little bit of money. Where did we get it from? <laughs> we got nothing left. Just being cool. I, I don't know. Listen, it's we're all... game developers here, so we understand that we have no money ever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's all gone. I'll just put, make a screenshot and put it on Kickstarter. That's all. What is the stretch goal for funding this project? Uh, Wii U port. Australian dubbing to get closer to I the mean, original. Remember, <laughs> one thing I didn't get to make fun of about Shenmue 3 in the last episode was it had stretch goals that were like so what it was 3 million and then it's like 3,200,000 German subtitles yeah. 3,400,000 Italian subtitles it's like that was like really sad I mean I understand they're not saying the subtitles are going to cost $200,000 they're saying that's just what they'll do if they reach that point. It's like, come on, just put them in there no matter what, man. Hey, yeah. Uh, like, uh, seriously. Speaking of terrible Kickstarters that are run by Japanese companies, did you guys know at all about this game called Red Ash? Yeah, sure. Oh, did. I knew about it, and I tweeted about it, and uh, okay, I was ready for it. I had never, but I had not, nobody I'm not cool enough. I don't know nobody about cared. it. I had, you might, I had never. Okay, yeah. As I'd you might imagine, and this will make sense soon. Uh, as uh, working on the thing that I work on, yeah. People yeah. sure do tell me about that. Okay, so basically it's it's another uh concept half idea where uh where Inafune, aka Inaboat, took um <laughs> KG Inaboat. He took uh <clears throat> he took a couple of concepts, like he had three pieces of concept art and then a couple of minutes of video of him talking to his staff, and he's like, yeah, so anyway, we're making a video game. Give me $800,000. Yeah. And uh, apparently, for whatever reason, even though there's absolutely nothing in that Kickstarter, he was able to get 433000 of those dollars uh, into the Kickstarter. 486000 Okay, I guess a little as more of right now. happened. But um, it's, it's only got four days left, and so they weren't going to make it. Uh, so today they announced, hey, by the way, lol, we have a publisher, and they've funded the whole thing. So we're just going to use all of your Kickstarter money to, uh, as, like, for bonuses and extra stuff and more polish time. And it's, it's getting into this kind of terrible situation where, like, do, do people even need the money? Like, what yeah. are they, like, they've got to talk about what they've got on the table. So- I guess the argument here is that they had funding the whole time, and uh, he was being a very cagey Inafune. Yeah. Yes, that's right. He oh. was. He was. He well, was I mean, even it. with uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, they had money, didn't they? Like I'm from sure the they beginning. Did. I'm sure. They this did. is. It's all weird, man. It's all weird. Yeah. I don't uh, think it would be a big deal if people came up front and said, here's how much money we have, but we want to make it better than that. Here's my, how much we want to make it better. Do you want a better game? Yeah, so like the... They, the, the they lab put it in people. there somewhere. No, they didn't. Don't they? They, they didn't. No. Oh, they didn't? No, they didn't. They just announced it oh. today. Today, they're like, yeah. hey, we're funded. Yeah. And, and, and the next... Oh, no, I mean... What? 
Well, usually they'll say something along the lines of, in order to gauge consumer interest, we're trying to raise this much money. Yeah. Uh, we're, we have no, investors willing to back us contingent on our displaying. They almost never say that much. Uh, no. Shenmue certainly didn't say that. No, much. they didn't no. say it. And, and Red Ash definitely didn't. They, nope. like, if you look at their, their update announcement, they're like, we're funded. And then the next line is, but how? Question mark exclamation point. <laughs> it's like yeah, um, but the the Lab Zero folks they're they're doing it. They're explaining correctly and accurately that um, five hundred five games like has funded a prototype for them, and then will match whatever they get through their Indiegogo campaign. Which I think Indiegogo is a mistake, but uh, there 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 you go. That's what they're doing. Well, this is why Square should have put up uh, Final Fantasy Seven and said. Okay, we only need seventy million from the fans to make this project work. Right, and then they'd get sixty-nine million, and then they'd say, "Oh, we got a hundred million already in this, so we'll just use this for extra polish." Yeah, extra polish. They're yeah, gonna outsource they, it to Poland. That's what they should have done in the beginning. But man, this red ash thing is is weird for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Uh, first of all, every time I see somebody like uh, from Japan kickstarting something. I have just always presumed that there was money uh, from the start, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like they're using it as a as a demographic measurement tool. Yeah, or publicity but, uh, vehicle. Yeah, as a vehicle of some sort, some kind of a car or boat. Or a warthog. Using it as. Yeah, a warthog. So the thing about this red ash is, they, yeah, again, it's a piece of concept art, some characters, and a couple of promises. Mighty Number no. Nine got like forty-five million, forty-five billion dollars, something like that, on Kickstarter because it's like, oh, we're making a Mega Man, and then this doesn't even—it's like this is clearly the game that I'm like way more excited about. Uh, and then, have you seen people talking about Mighty Number no. Nine? It's like coming out soon, and. People are just being really brutal about it. Well, it doesn't it's look like everybody's. Good. It looks pretty dang oh, bad. Oh man, I played it at the Bit Summit, and uh, it looks real good, man. It's a Mega Man game. That's what people paid for. I don't know. It looks it's, bland as heck I mean, to me. I say it looks I like shit, doesn't it? I don't know if people know. Wait, doesn't it? You say at the end of your uh, question because yes. you uh, turning your I'm... sentence into a question. Uh, yes. So a lot of the hate is about the art style. I, like I think the onus the is on you to explain why this does not, not what look was promised. Uh, the art it, style looks real good, in my opinion. I don't know. I think I don't, the art style is real fancy. I think it it's looks, bland. And it looks also, nice and slick. I don't think it... I mean, I played it a while ago, and it was... Unless they optimized the heck out of it and uh, tweaked a bunch of stuff, it was kind of uh, limp and floaty feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, like I mean, it's felt, a Mega yeah. Man game. It's yeah, it it is. I, I honestly, uh, I honestly think Mega Man games are pretty bad in general. Just oh, Frank, we like, know you're I'm just protecting your investment in Mega Man. There, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm putting it out there. I think Mega Man games are, by and large, NTG, not that great. Uh, there's there's great stuff in there. Uh, Mega Man X is pretty good. I don't know. So having Mega having Man. spent the last Mighty what six or seven months or whatever with with the original Mega Man games, uh, I I do think that there's a certain uh, aesthetic appeal that that came f- from oh, their yeah. limitations, and 
I, there is an undeniable appeal. Yeah, and 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 I and I think those limitations like made those games shine. And when I played uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, I just kind of felt like, okay, this is what uh, this is what these games would be like with no limitations, or you know, like large corporation <laughs> saying no, you know, and and it just didn't work. Mega for Man me. Unchained. Like yeah. it, it just reminded Unleashed. me. It reminded me of like when John Kay made new Ren and Stimpy cartoons without like Nickelodeon telling him no, you know. And it's like, okay, yeah. I guess I guess those limitations. Yeah, just gay were, sex and everything. Yeah, yeah, just like Mighty mm-hmm. Number no. Nine. Just the opening cutscene was weird. Yeah, super gross. There's gay sex yeah. in the opening cutscene. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so it's weird that this Red Ash. Uh, uh, I see a lot of. Um, I, I've been reading through the comments on the Kickstarter recently because there's like. There are 11,378 comments on it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people just talking constantly about it for the last couple of weeks. Uh, it seems like the consensus is that people aren't backing it because they feel burned by Mighty Number no. 9. They feel like Mighty Number no. 9 made uh, promises that it is not looking like it's going to keep. They're also saying Mighty Number no. 9 is not out yet. Uh so it's like, why should we? Why should they start a new Kickstarter when their first game's not out yet? It's like knowing sort of how the game industry works. Mighty Number no. Nine's pretty much out, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not out yet, but they know a release date. There's an announced release date. It's it's out, you know. I mean, come on, like it's it's all done. Yeah. So but it's I'm- like it's just interesting to me to see the evolution of the Kickstarter backer, uh, uh, hive mind. Think Force. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of a bunch of words. Think Force. That's a good, is a good title word. for a game think coming Force. up. Yeah. I think, on the think other hand, Force. you know, knowing knowing about the Kickstarter Think Force, I would not announce. I, I would not do a new Kickstarter yes. before my game is definitely unless out you in were hands. almost out of money, which is probably feasible given that they're a video game company. Yeah, it could they be. done hubris it up. Yeah, they the, hubris. If there were a film adaptation of this, it would be directed by Stanley Hubris. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I was I was about to try to make that joke, but you were too quick. You there were we already go. doing it. Not... Keiji Inafune, a biography, the life story, directed by Stanley Hubris. Yep. I missed an opportunity uh, for an Edward James almost joke oh back man. there somewhere in the Nosferatu Oh man, my area. two favorite porn star names are Edward James almost and Tom Hardly. Yeah, uh, I think those are the two best. Uh, yeah, pretty good uh, porn star names in history. As I tweeted once, it's a shame she ago. won't live. Yeah, but then again, who does? But she almost will. <laughs> he said in the original, and they're like, "Hey, no, you can't promote yourself yeah. in this movie." Get out of here, hey, hey EJ. Hey, uh, EJO. All right, so maybe we should wrap it up. Yeah, I was gonna say we're gonna we're gonna end on another soft ending here. Looks like we've run out of time with a whimper. How was that a I whimper? I just want to say we didn't talk about Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, what is that uh, about? Which is a shame. Dragon Quest Eleven is the best. Okay. Uh, if you don't like Dragon Quest Eleven, if you don't think it's cool, uh, get rocked. Man, so what are we talking about like, it now or, or what? No, no, we're not. We just I'm did, just saying that that's all right. We just did. Okay. If you don't, if you don't let it own you. Get rocked. But let's talk about that two-screen thing next time. Okay. Oh, I love the two-screen thing so much. I know you do. I threw up all over myself. Yeah, we'll talk I about loved it. it. We'll talk about it next time. So we will be back uh, next week, which 
in the order these are airing will be just some infinite week that nobody knows what week we're talking about. But Mystery. we'll be back. Yeah. Mystery week. And uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, Angie's List. Yeah. Um, Zillow. Yeah, uh, you can uh, you can Friendster. find my Zanga uh, if you if you try real hard. Was that that like internet? I currency? remember asking what is. I remember asking what is Zanga, and my friend was like, "Oh, it's like Friendster, but like for Asian people." That's what it was. Was no, my no, it, was my Korean friend's explanation. It was, it was it. Live, live Journal, Live Journal, but for Asian people is what Zanga. Live is. Journal, but for Asian yeah. people. There you yeah. go. So there it is. So there it is. It's like because. <laughs> And I was like, what's the reasoning? Like, well, because Asia is like the, the place where you kind of go when you want to hang out with people whose names start with X because there's a lot more of them. Yep. It's just like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Professor Xylophone. Well, a lot of people named Xylophone over there, I was about to say. <laughs> it's true. And there you have it. Yeah, the end. The end. Insert credit show. Silver, yeah! Oh, wait, we forgot to... We forgot to thank, uh, oh! no, but we're still recording. So, uh, I'll just say, I'm still recording. I am. I'm still recording. So I'm going to, oh, Joel, you want to do it? Well, I don't know who Blaine is, but he's putting in a hell of a lot of work. Okay. I'll do it. I will say, uh, and thanks to Blaine Brown for putting this podcast together and turning it into not garbage. Thanks. Bye.